Here's a good story for you. In Mexico, I was in Zacatecas visiting friends for the weekend and wanted to visit Guadalajara to be with the Jewish community there for Yom Kippur. But communities in Mexico are very closed and you can't just show up. And we tried to get in touch with people there and were having trouble. Then, out of the blue, I get a message on Twitter from someone who was following my trip, just asking if I was planning to come to Guadalajara. I responded immediately that not only did we want to come, but we couldn't find anyone there to host us. Turns out the guy who tweeted me was the rabbi of one of the two synagogues there. He invited us for dinner before the fast and generally hooked us up with everyone we needed to see. It was amazing. Most of my movement around Europe has been by air, though I have taken some trains, mostly for shorter hops. I have a lot of equipment with me. I have a Sony HD video camera, a wireless lav mic, a Samson USB mic for voiceovers mostly, a heavy-duty tripod, various electrical adapters and connectors, and my MacBook Pro for writing and editing video. All my work is done on the laptop, and for interviews I either write, record, or take notes right into the computer, and sometimes a combination. Depends on the circumstances, really. Recording tends to be the worst option because of the time required to then go back and transcribe the interviews. How did you hook up with this assignment? How long will you be gone? And will you do it again? Or don't you know yet? I really have my editors to thank. The trip is being financed by grants that we have received for a number of different types of coverage. I don't have to worry about it. The Europe stretch is about six weeks. Before that, I was in Mexico for ten days and in Nevada for a week. When I return before Thanksgiving, I will be setting off again a few days later for about 2.5 weeks in the American South, Mississippi, Texas, Arkansas, and possibly some others are on the schedule. I would love to keep doing this. It's exhausting physically and mentally, but the opportunity to travel and meet incredible people is really too good to pass up. If JTA is willing to keep me on the road, I'm happy to keep at it. Just at the beginning of November 2009, Ben Harris reported on how things were going with his stories and travels. He has some ups and downs. One after another, the stories I intended to pursue have fallen through or wound up not being stories at all. After three weeks on the road, I have to admit the possibility that it's me. Too little sleep, too many nights in strange hotel rooms, a certain fatigue beginning to set in. And I know it's dangerous, if not lazy, to traffic in crude stereotypes. But after weeks in which I've barely seen the sun— except for the few hours I spent in transit above the clouds, it's hard to resist.'